Welcome to The Wood, guys. The Wood Podcast is about that feeling you get in business and life where you have no fear, no doubt, you can't fail. Welcome, guys, to The Wood Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Wood. This is episode five. I am sitting across from an impressive entrepreneur, Fernando Zulueta. Thank you, Fernando, for being on episode five of The Wood. It's great to be here, Chris. You know what I love is that uh, right before we started, you asked me, what is this podcast about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to jump in whenever possible. So basically, again, uh, an amazing entrepreneur is doing Chris Corey a huge favor uh, by being on my uh, podcast. So uh, there's a few things that uh, I wanted to start with uh, with you. Number one, great. the first time I met you. Uh, first time I met you, we were at Shula's 347. And we were going to collaborate on a project. It was an event project. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. We actually did. And we, and we actually did it and executed it. It was incredibly successful. Yeah. Uh, but what I liked about it is uh, your, your people showed up first, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you showed up and they were like, you were about to show up and they were like, hey, uh, Fern comes kind of when Fern needs to come. Yeah. He's a very busy guy. Uh, once you got there and sat down, I was... Uh, I was kind of blown away, man, because uh, you did something in the middle of everybody talking and everybody bringing up problems, right? And and there were a couple lawyers at the table. Uh, is it okay if I mention what project that was? No, no, absolutely. Go okay, ahead. Okay, that was uh, Pitbull's uh, New Year's Eve Revolution. I think that yeah. was 2016. Yeah, 16. Could have been 16, 16 15, 16, 16, yeah. 14. No, probably 16, probably 16. So everybody in on at that table uh, who were incredibly intelligent lawyers, uh, incredibly intelligent entrepreneurs, are all bickering back and forth about all the problems. Yeah, right? that it couldn't happen. That it couldn't happen, that this is going to happen, that that's going to happen. And you chimed in with kind of one thing. You said, uh, you said, okay, guys, let's, uh, let's, let's take a second step back. And I was like, whoa. Like, he just stopped, like, everyone at the table. And then you said, we're going to do this. We're going to do one of these. Right. right? And it wasn't like, we're going to go around anything. It was like, we're just going to make this work. Right? Yeah, if everybody wants to, is willing to collaborate or cooperate, then we can pull it off. We can make it work. And if I recall, I don't think it was even, it was like October, I think, when we began planning for this New Year's, um... It was like a food and wine festival concept, yeah. except since it was Pitt, for, for Pitt, we wanted to be a food and wine party. Right. He was throwing a, a, a huge uh, free concert at Bayfront Park, right? Which and he does every year. He's been, that was only the second year. So the year before was our first year and uh, doing it there at the park. And the city had asked us, they, they'd come to us and said, look, we would like Pitbull to consider taking this on as a project. And Pitt wanted to do it, by the way. Pitt had done, before that, two or three performances out of the American Airlines arena on New Year's Eve, the first of which was aired live on Dick Clark's Rocket New Year's Eve right, right, um, right. program. So, My thing was, is I, yeah. was, I was sitting in front of a guy who's coordinating a Pitbull uh event for New Year's Eve for 200,000 people 200,000 people yeah yeah and uh there's lawyers going back and forth yeah which you and I both know how that is and you paused everybody and we're just like look this is gonna get done 
Yeah, we and had. This is how this is like this yeah. is just gonna get done. And everybody calmed down, and everybody was like, "Okay, let's figure out solutions." Yeah. And I loved that, man. Yeah, and I liked your attitude, which was, "I can, you know, I'll, we'll step up to the plate and help make it happen." And you did, and it was a success. Um, we created within a bigger event a smaller event, meaning we had this concert, free concert for two hundred thousand people, and what we did. Was create. You can answer that. If you no, want. I don't. That's the benefit of these things. You can. Uh, it's Pitbull's DJ that was calling. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the president of the United States. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just the a DJ. Real important guy. It's a DJ. Very important. More important. The uh, the we had this big concert. We had done it the year before, and like 170 thousand people showed up. And, and you did it at the last minute. Yeah. The first year was last minute. Last minute. It just, you know, like, yeah, the opportunity came up at the last minute also. It was like October and and the folks that had done work in the park before and the park trust, you know, allowed us to, to then basically substitute and bring in Pitt as the star performer. And they allowed you to bring in Pitbull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like that's And we had done a deal with the Fox kind of with Fox TV and it was yeah. gonna be aired, believe it or not. When we showed up at the city, not everybody, to their benefit, the mayor thought it was a great idea, and most people thought, this is wonderful, Miami's going to be on the air on Fox Television Network, you know, New Year's Eve, and yet there were still a few people that said, nah, we, you know, we don't want to do that. You know what, man? So now I'm going to explain to you what this podcast is about. Okay, good. I gave you a little bit of a hint of it, of yeah. what it is. Uh, this podcast is about zones. Mm-hmm. That entrepreneurs, business people, anyone who gets in that, you kind of get in a zone during the day, right? right. A tunnel vision zone. Right. You can't fail. Right. You can't make bad de- bad decisions. Right. You just can't. You you just can't not succeed. Right. Right. And capitalizing on those zones is what this podcast is about. Good. Right. Because, and you know, I think some of that. I, I studied a little bit about that. There's a concept called... That doesn't shock me. It's called flow. The flow, which was done by... A, it's a famous psychologist who has a very long Greek last name. So I, I would mangle it terribly, but I'll look it up for you and let you know. But this is the, the, the principle of that, of being in the zone. And it, it, it's referred to as flow by cognitive psychologists is that when, and athletes know exactly what this is about because they experience it when they're in the game. I'm also a musician, so I could, I would. I know, ex- I've, been to your, I've been to your house, thankfully, you yeah. invited me to your, your party, and I uh, I was very shocked to see a room full of like 30 guitars. A lot of guitars. A lot and, of guitars and a lot right, of that. And I like to write music and, and play in a band. Right. And so musicians do this all the time, and they call it being in the pocket or being in the zone as well. Uh, being in the flow, which is when a band comes together as a group of individuals, but then becomes a unit once they all mesh together musically. And your mind rises above the music. You can hear all of it, right? You can, it's, it's become... I'll tell you, Fern, yeah. uh, I, this is episode five, yeah. and, I, and I've, had, I've been fortunate enough to sit in front of incredibly successful people. Right. And every time... I, I do this. Somebody gives me an answer. Yeah, like an analogy or an example. It's just different. Oh, good, uh, like good. Matt Caldwell, CEO of the Florida Panthers, told us it was diet. Well, diet can help, and that's a different thing. I mean, God. You mean uh, like what you eat or how you Madeline eat? Madeline Marr from Miami Herald yeah. uh, so, told me it was presence. 
being present. Present in the moment, correct. Present in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you're saying it's 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 all you rise above the moment or you're in it. Rise above the moment. Yeah, one of the telltale signs of being in the flow, let's say, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I think your flow is like Yeah, but you lose part of what there there (laughs) are you can you can describe what the elements of this are. One of them is that you lose the person that's flowing, let's call it, that is in that moment and undertaking that that task loses entirely the sense of time and even being. That's the human condition. That your mind strips away these superfluous things that connect you or ground you with reality. And now it is flowing freely in space with others and, and collaborating or working. I absolutely yeah. love this project I started. Yeah, it's I'm a good project. You, I, because I'm, I'm learning... I'm learning and, and just being absolutely yeah. blown away by people's answers. Yeah, I'll find the no, uh, go, flow just go so ahead. I, I don't care. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, I want to give you a little bit of gratitude. Yeah. In psychology, in positive psychology. I, flow. I was a psych major, but yeah, I'm there give you go. a little bit of gratitude it's here as you play around. Mihaly Chistzent Mihaly, I can't pronounce his last name, in 1975. He kind of coined the concept, and uh, he's done a lot of work and studies on it. And more, you know, it's it's evolved, but uh, but that is really and gamers feel that when they're they're meshed in their gaming world and they're playing, and they like that all all these millions of Fortnite players out there. Unfortunately, for 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 many of them, yeah, they're spending way allowed, too much time. My kids are not allowed to yeah. play video games beyond like a certain time. There you go. They that's, play. that's smart. Uh, I want to go back to giving uh, you a little bit of gratitude. My my children went to a private preschool, right? Uh, I decided to make a move, and thankfully they were accepted to the Miami Children's Museum Charter School. That's a wonderful school. And mm-hmm. uh, when they got there, they were behind all the other kids. Yeah. Well, that can, and, 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 they, and, and despite being at a good school, by the way, they were at a good play, preschool. Uh, they were yeah. at, um, we won't mention them because I don't no, like, but I they don't were like at a, No, they were at a great one. Good, yeah. A great one, but they were behind, right? And then uh, all of a sudden, two years later, they're at Somi Somerset. Yeah. And they're absolutely just doing amazing. I mean, yeah. How James, are they doing? That's what I wanted to ask you. They're, yeah, uh, they're twins, right? Yeah. yeah they, uh, they just took their SATs. James is really? 99%. Bryce Whoa. is in 98%. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's then, amazing. And then they're also probably the best soccer players. That, uh, that I heard. Yeah, that, yeah, I think uh, I know you yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I heard and, it. Uh, and as a father, uh, so you have very, very smart, proud. very athletic. So they're so second or third grade now? They're third grade. Third grade. Third grade. Third, yeah. Well, yeah. And they are, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's just been an amazing experience. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm a big believer, and that's what I do. And I, when I'm in the flow, like today, most of the day, I've had all you know back-to-back meetings. And honestly, that's and you know how it is. I'm sure you feel the same way. You may be, you may struggle to get out of bed in the morning one day just because you're beat up you from the day no before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can barely, you know, you yeah, don't yeah, even. Yeah, zombie you, walk. Yeah, I got, exactly. I got the zombie walk down. Yeah, but yeah. then you go on. You go. This is going to be a lousy day. You look at your calendar. You got like. Six meetings. I, I know. I try not to. And then you begin it, and you think it's going to be terrible. But then, lo and behold, an hour into it, you're in the flow again, and that's and then it's all gone, and everything's perfect. You don't feel you're you're 
my neck doesn't hurt anymore or my, you know. You know what, though? Like, yeah. your flow idea, I love it, but I don't know if it's really what I'm talking about. Well, I... It, because I've seen It is you, and it isn't. I it is and it isn't. Yeah. I've seen you in what I call the wug, which is what this is about. Okay. Um, and it's and it's an example, um, as I'm sure somebody yeah. else important is, is messaging uh, you. Uh, I saw you in it in something in an environment that I wasn't prepared mm-hmm. for. Right. We were sitting here in a meeting collaborating about a project we yeah. won't mention. Right, right. right. And uh, you got onto the topic of uh, Magic Leap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I, I allowed really, to talk uh, about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was an awesome public. product. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, man, you were so fired up. I still am. I know. I think the technology is brilliant. You, yeah. you completely dominated the rest of that meeting <laughs> over this idea that yeah. you, it's not even yours. It's not my idea, but I believe in it. Firing and firing and firing, <laughs> and I've never seen you so excited. And, man, your ideas about Magic Leap and what they could do with it, and what they, I believe that's the work. It's something that takes you, yes, in that zone, but a level above. Okay, maybe you've identified yet another dimension to this concept of flow, which I didn't know. The, you created this word, WUG? Yeah, it's WUG. So I used to do a... <laughs> How do you spell it? W-U-G. Okay. I made it up. That's good. Yeah. It's that kind works. Of, it, yeah, now, now you're writing it down. Do you have any idea what it stands for? Uh, it does. Um, okay. I used to... Uh, okay, I'll give it to you straight. Yeah. Uh, you know I own advertising agencies. Right. So uh, advertising agencies have 20-somethings, you know, sure. all in all around or whatever. And one night, one day at a meeting, I asked them, hey, how? Hey, guys. I'll even ask it straight to the camera. How many of you guys are on Instagram? And they said, like one person raised their hand. How really? Many, how many of you are on Snapchat? Like no one raised their hand. I'm like, how old were they? They're in their twenties. How old? How long ago like, was this? This was probably three months ago. And okay, well, that's really messed up. I feel sorry for them. No, no, I no. mean, I'm not. I'm not in. I'm not big on either of those. Listen, but, man, but, here, but I'm a whole lot older. Is, but this is what I did. And yeah. Matt Caldwell from the CEO of Panthers yeah. said something. He said, uh, and uh, and Camilla, who I always want to kind of get in the shot at some point because I truly believe she's brilliant, uh, said. Uh, he said, you always have to lead from the front. And this I agree. is a guy who... Yeah, it's a difference between a leader and a boss. Right, right. So I looked at them and I said, are you guys like, what is this? Like, you guys are in your 20s. Yeah. You're supposed to be on, on these social media portals and none of you are. And they said, they said, well, Chris, it's not that easy. Right. And I said, okay. So I opened an Instagram thing where I just started uh, talking for a minute every morning. And oh, cool. apparently, uh, because I don't like being on camera that much, uh, my my nervousness would say, what's up, guys? <laughs> so it was like, I would start oh, by so saying, it's like, what's, up, what's guys? up, guys? What's up, guys? And I did it for a couple months. People started talking. Every time I would see somebody, they would say, what's up, guys? Or what's up, guys? But I'll tell you what, my younger guys started to get on Instagram and, chat, and Snapchat and start promoting the agency. Right, right, right. Which is critical. Right, right. So when I went to dive into this project, which um, I'm absolutely obsessed with now, uh, <laughs> I, was coming up, I was coming up with a name. The Woog. The Woog. Bring it. What's, What's up, up guys? guys? What's up, right. guys? Okay. So uh, that's exactly what this is about. It's about overcoming uh, p- potential like setbacks that your mind right. has and able to be successful. And uh, when I sit across from a guy like you, right, who uh, I absolutely, and, and my cousin Ryan, who you know, 
can tell you. He's a brilliant lawyer. Brilliant lawyer. Shout out to Ryan Carella uh, and his podcast, uh, Break the Business. Break the Business, right? yeah. Um, I tell him, I said, man, Fern is like just one impressive entrepreneur. A crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? You know how many people have called me crazy on yeah. this podcast and we've had five episodes? Camilla, can you yeah. count? How many? Several. Several. Okay. Several. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't call you crazy. I'm nuts, dude. And and I'm fine with it. But I'm thinking, and I go around thinking I'm nuts half the time, so it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. It's absolutely cool with me that people yeah. tell me I'm nuts. What I want to get to, man, is that higher level that you just talked about, that higher dimension. Yeah. When does that come for you? I'm not talking about getting excited or being operational. Mm-hmm. When does that come to you? Give me an example of Fern just being out of his mind with confidence and success and decisiveness and the whole thing. Well, you have to be within a range. This And by the way, this operates equally in the area. Okay. So... I, I find it in myself, and you'll find it in yourself, that there's what's called the, the improvement range in life. There's different levels of how you become really good at something. And that was in, what's his name's book? Was it Malcolm Gladwell that had it? And what when it was um, about the book regarding how people become the best at something. And it's the whole oh, thing about the 10,000 hours and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. that whole thing. I'm talking about Fern Zulueta. Right. Well, that's, there's a level. There's, that one does describe three zones. an example of Fern Zulueta in that higher level that you described. It, it, it can, it, it happens. Like when they open Slam? Maybe? Yeah, before. But even before we open Slam, it's in conception, in developing it and in building it. And in creating it with with Pitt, Pitt was a big part of Slam, and he works that way too. He's, he's got still, a he still is. And, he, he's and, got that same kind of mind. And, I, and we've collaborated with Slam with other yeah. of our agency clients, and yeah. had an amazing. It's um, a beautiful program. Yeah. And oh, it, no. And by the way, that's um, I'm I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm negotiating to have my kids go to Slam. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 a beautiful environment for the students, and the idea with that was. And that's where you stretch the limits of what you got to, you, you can stretch beyond to a certain level, beyond which is what they call the panic zone. You cannot, that's how athletes become better. You're no, you don't get any better at what you do if you're always in the comfort zone. That's yeah, number one. Those three zones. True. So there's three zones. There's the comfort zone. Absolutely. That's the one that you just check in and check out. But you don't really push yourself. I got I got to keep on you, man, because yeah. I really want an example. One example of a situation where you, as successful yeah. as you are, um, and, and have the, the second zone is the improvement zone. I got where you. you're operating outside your you. comfort zone. Now, the example is when we were doing that for New Year's Eve. I'd never done. I'd never. Yeah, I, all right. That's know. perfect, dude. We were all going crazy. Right. I'd never organized something, let alone a a festival concert for 200,000 people. It was nuts, man. And this started, the first that started working, we actually defied Fox. So year one, and then year one, Fox came in and agreed to televise the event. And this was the first year Pitt did it. So we were there with with the Fox executives in New York, I mean, I'm sorry, and met in New York, but we met in California. Does that kind of stuff make you nervous? 
Well, it's a little daunting because you're dealing with people and you have the words they're using you're not familiar with. Yeah, 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 it's a yeah, world it. you hadn't been in. Yeah, this is not, you know, we're not only are we organizing, but we were organizing a TV show. It was a New Year's special. Right. And they're doing it and they're hiring a showrunner and all these other things. And so midway into this, we're moving, just rolling along. We're in our comfort zone initially because... I'm not doing anything. Anything above my comfort zone, which meant zero, was my panic zone because I didn't have any way to improve. So for the first couple the of fact months, that you have a panic zone, right? Is shocking. Well, no, the panic zone is. <laughs> I don't know where you begin to set up. I, I, but we hadn't even considered doing a concert yet. This is year one, so everything started to rotate around Fox through one of their, and everything, insider deals, you know, not in a pro, positive way, meaning they had a, a company that was opening insider, a new hotel. Let's clarify, insider yeah. deals meant like, you know. No, 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 like, like, like sponsorships, legal, yeah, legal, yeah, sponsorship, legal sponsors and things. Deals, okay, yeah, the things that happen know. within a network okay. that are dealing with sponsors and oh, television, all, all of that. So I'll tell you one thing. Um, we sat at actually this table. Right. And um, one of the guys involved in that New Year's Eve, uh, you know, um, event that we put on together told me, hey, if you want this to go, I want you to go out and get me eight restaurants. Right. There you go. Remember that? I remember. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, I'll tell you what, man. I, I drove my car straight from here. And you went to a restaurant. To yeah. I remember. And yeah. You want to talk about the wood, dude? I walked in there and I was the straight king of whatever restaurant it was. I found the manager. And that's how you have to do I it. I struck a deal. But man, I can't do that as normal me. No, me neither. And that's how I ended up, that's yeah. how we ended up doing the concert on the park. Yeah, because. I did it. No, you did it. I mean, we did it, but I had to go do it. I had to go fight with everybody in the city yeah, no. and get into screaming the matches. You, the yeah. way you fight is way different than the way I fight. Okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, but what, what happened was, so for like three months, we started this. Let's say in March. I don't know. I didn't sleep for this. No, but no, no. This is much later. This, <laughs> you were, we dealt, okay, I'm talking a year before we oh, started. Okay, the first time. Okay. The first year. I was just trying to talk about me. The first year we were, we were working with Fox and the whole thing became, they were going to shoot the entire thing at Miami Beach in a small boutique hotel that was going to open up. I don't even remember the name. And they gave us the hotel, meaning they gave the show. They said, look. Since we're not open yet, you can shoot all of the all of the night's entertainment, and you put some of it in the can, meaning you you recorded pre-record some of the performances with like Enrique Iglesias and other performers. So for over a, they were going to be recording all this stuff, and then at the very end, you do New Year's Eve at that hotel, small place, and you do it in a ball a small ballroom, and over by the pool they build a stage and stuff. And that's what we, that's what it was going to be, and it didn't you sound very. Never done anything like that. No, no, and all we were you doing. Ne you never done anything. No, and in fact, we were being told what we had to do. We were saying this is how it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. And that. we were I, like, I've sat in those meetings. Right, and we were like, you know what? I was not happy with one part of it. I was like, um, this is not really showing off Miami yeah. at all. We're inside a hotel. Not you don't see the skyline. You're at the beach. It's all indoors, most of it. Yeah, and the outdoor, scene, the outdoor scene was by a pool, which anybody can have. I could be in L.A. You don't have to do it in Miami. Saying it was Miami, the only thing that made it Miami was it was Mr. 305, you know, Pitt was there. So what I... Who, by the way, is an incredible... No, he's incredible a, he's a dynamic, team. wonderful, yeah. brilliant individual. So I go... I, I, I spoke with Monty Trainer, 
You, I, just, you just tapped on the wook on your nose. Yeah, yeah. Way, which I really good. like. Which yeah. I, I really so, I, so Monty Trainer, who was, a, you know, a, a, an individual who's been involved with our community for many years mm-hmm. and was doing also the Coconut Grove Art Festival, he called me one day and he said, hey, I hear you're working with Pitbull on this New Year's Eve thing that you're doing. By the way, we've been doing something with our organization at the Bayfront Park for many years, but we'd be happy to, in effect, turn the reins over to you guys if you want to take over Bayfront Park. Right. And I was like, hey, that sounds like a great idea. Meanwhile, we're halfway, just, we're already producing the TV. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're producing the TV show. So that moment, I had to go from normal mode, comfort zone, to wood mode, if you want to call oh, it. Oh, I love it. You yeah. plugged it. Okay. I had to go crazy. We just, I just got the five-minute mark from Good. Camilla, uh, who runs So, who so runs that's when I was, we were told no by everybody. Yeah. We were said, this won't work. Yeah. You're not going to do it. The yeah. network said, we're not going to allow you to do that. Right. All of it's going to get shot gotcha. in our hotel. Gotcha. And we said, you know what? To hell with it. Pitt we're and I, anyway. we put up our own money. Okay. We put, I remember. We put up, a lot of I don't even know if it was, it was close to a million dollars. And I got to stop yeah. you because yeah. there's something I wanted to discuss with you. Okay. Uh, currently, the Miami Herald is running a... Uh, series on influencers and public schools oh, yeah. versus charter schools. To get this clear, guys, I'm a huge proponent of charter schools because of what it's done for my children. Uh, uh, and I also sit on the board of the Miami Children's Museum Charter School, which is an amazing school. Uh, basically, if you break it down, a charter school has higher flexibility and more accountability, is what they say. Yeah, and it's a public school. So give me, give me a minute of why. I know why, because I'm involved. Yeah. Give me a minute of why. Why charter schools versus public schools? And I'm sure you've given this speech a hundred times. No, well, I think the biggest why, and it just popped into my mind as you asked, was that charter schools, by defin- by design, by DNA, their DNA, they are entirely yeah, they're entirely accountable to their parents. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah. Remember, the traditional public school system, you were educated by zip code. You were told... You attend this school. You're not a customer. You're 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 not a client. You're just a designee or an assignee. You're assigned to a school. That's all it is, um, and that's a defective model. I, I hate to say it, and it's not the, no one's fault. It's not like people are acting. Uh, they're not bad actors. It's yeah. not people trying to hurt anybody and, and, or do anything wrong. And being involved in in the yeah. back end of a charter school, right? Uh, I I absolutely just admire. The model. Right, because, because the, mo- the model works, and the model works because it's modeled after our market system. And one of the original proponents of the charter school I love movement, it you just smiled at me. Before yeah, you said no, but that. one of the first proponents of the charter school movement, who was a big fan of that, of the emergence of school choice in America, and he wrote an entire piece on it in the New York Times, was Al Shanker, the guy who founded the United Teacher, the the National Education Association. And the American Federation of Teachers, this 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 individual who had, I think, President Clinton uh, awarded him a, a Medal of Honor posthumously, uh, or I don't know if he had passed away yet or not, but awarded him the uh, the, the the Presidential Medal or whatever. Presidential Medal of Freedom. Of Freedom. Which, Maybe way, it's the Freedom uh, Medal. Maybe. Padron, yeah, also had also, one of those. Also was awarded. Precisely. One. Right. Precisely. Well, Shanker was one of the early believers, and he wrote saying, "Look, our system is broken." Because so long as the government is the one that dictates where parents must educate their children, and that is the model that we use to build our schools, they will fail. 
And he said, until you make parents the people choosing and you have teachers and groups of educators competing with each other to offer better educational models to those parents, you're not going to get a healthy system. This is exactly Now, you need to regulate it and you need to oversee it to ensure there are no abuses and that the system doesn't go off the rails. Oh, and that's locked down. Right. I, I've known that as being the treasurer of that board. Right, right. Like it's locked. It's no, they're locked super down. accountable, and Absolutely. they're 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 mindful of the fact that they are they are stewards of of public money, and that they're delivering a public benefit with it. What sadly happens is that there are way too many people who don't understand what that is, and they manipulate uh, the definitions of what it is. And use labels that are inappropriate and incorrect to somehow diminish the value of that movement. But the movement resonates best where it's most needed, and that's with the parents. Yeah. So I'm really not, you know, to, I, I'm, I'm saddened when I see what is supposed to be an institution, you know, or, uh, a community institution like the Herald take. One second, I got two questions for you. I'm getting the cutoff signal. But yeah. You know what? I really don't care. We're going to run into these two questions because, yeah, because what you're saying, man, is so important for the youth, so important for education. And it's one of the reasons that I believe so heavily in, in charter schools. I right. mean, I went to D.C. for you guys like yep. to, be a, to be a proponent of it. Um, my two questions are, uh, give me one word of why charter schools are... Um, a better option for parents than public schools. One word. Just responsiveness. Done. Okay. Done. That's a great one. Yeah, they, they respond to the needs of the parents. They respond to the needs of the parents. Yeah. Uh, if I could use one, which I never have, I asked that same question yeah. to Matt Caldwell, CEO of the Panthers. Right. Uh, I would say accountability. Well, that was the one I mentioned right before responsiveness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, accountability. Uh, parents care less about the accountability piece. You see what I mean? Yeah. They care a lot. Their account- accountability in their respect is they vote with their feet. They don't like what they see. They don't go there. So you need to be beyond accountable. You need to be a f- you know, responsive to their needs or they won't come to the school in the first place. Okay. I've always admitted that I get fired up and way too fired up. That's me. You know, I get yeah. excited. I get whatever. You know, that's, that's a good thing. That's me. Yeah. You know, uh, um, what gets Fern Zulueta fired up? Like beyond fired up, like Chris Corey fired up, like, you know. It's these, it's it's the the, the projects that I work on. It's the new that are, projects. The new projects. Like Slam. Like and Slam. The new buildings. Yeah, we're doing one yeah. now off of Brickle. That's what that's, gets you, yeah. like, that's what gets you up in the Super morning. Super excited. That's what gets you in the wood. That's yeah. what gets you going. Because they're cool. I really want, we're working on a school now that's going in in the Brickle area. That's going to be going to offer. It's going to be designed basically like a like a tech incubator, yeah, and an accelerator. So the kids that go there are going to be expected to help build companies. Who, who sources the innovation of Academica? Who like sources it? Like where do the ideas up, come from? That's I'm guilty of some of that. That's why when I said earlier guilty that I, as in you do that. I come. That's been my role. A lot of it. And with collaborators. Vision. Great, but in collaborating with people. Just like Pitt collaborates with people in his songs and writing music. I collaborate. successful. I like to collaborate with great educators. So we have people. So in our organization, like, you know, Millie Sanchez or Adri Lima or Pitbull himself or Rene Ruiz or, or way, Kim Gillard. These the are way, all principals and way, teachers. I didn't know this. 
Right. But Brene Ruiz is a mentor to me. He's uh, a sharp guy. Just by being in the room with Right. Him. So we work in teams. Yeah. So we'll sit around. Our architect, Rolando Yana, is a brilliant thinker too. So I like to work with and surround myself, identify people, and then give them the freedom to dream where they hadn't had a chance to do so before. So imagine giving a lifelong educator and going to them and say, but I want you to help me come up with the next best school that's not out there yet that we can reach and hopefully motivate an entire population of students who were not motivated and give them that that opportunity. That That's what makes the difference. I, I look at it all the time and I now I understand it better through the years of working, it's been 20 some years, I'm working with kids and with schools. And you used to work with my aunt. Who, yeah, who was a wonderful, brilliant lady. She was a wonderful, brilliant lady. And a visionary. She, she always was. had great ideas. Uh, Susan Susan, Carella, Susan, we miss you. Thank she you was so a beautiful lady. You. You're a beautiful lady. And, and, it, it's, and I love working in a field like I am where you can dream and you can implement changes like that and go right to market with them. You know, very agile which is another word I was going to use when you asked me what agility. I just could never work within a system that it would take me 15 or 20 years to implement something like a dream, like a slam or a, or a brickle technology, you know, academy. Do you know when I, when I graduated college, everybody went into work for enterprise rent a car, nothing against them. They had a great management system at yeah, the time. Funny. Yeah. I was deemed a crazy person for becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. And there was nobody around that was telling me to dream. Uh, right. There was one person, actually. but uh, Well, that's the goal with that school. It's a, t- a school for entrepreneurs. I know. And and what we're doing is I know you, creating... You know, there we yeah. go. That's like the governor of Florida. Right? I don't know, but <laughs> somebody's <laughs> calling. <laughs> because you know what? I do only have 30 minutes with you, but yeah. you're going off on topics that that are hitting me in the gut, man. Because I have children, twin, eight-year-old boys. Yeah, and they're beautiful boys. And they're beautiful yeah. boys, and they're magic, and yeah. there's nothing I care about more in the world. No, and they deserve them. the opportunity. And if they, yeah, look, let's hope they want to be entrepreneurs like their dad, right? I don't know. And yeah. Well, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good, it's, it should be a good thing. It, it and is we, a good thing. We're losing. I've, I've lived I've an way, amazing I, life. I don't come up with these things in a vacuum. I had read a piece a few years back by, I don't know, it was the chairman of Gallup, who wrote about the waning of the entrepreneurial class or people who are entrepreneurs in America. And we've seen, this is documented, you know, business formation is in decline and people are turning away from, you know, the risky environment. It is risky. You wake up, you know, and you, and you, sometimes you're saying, you know, how, how did I manage to bet everything I have on this crazy idea? And if this doesn't work, I'm back out on the street with nothing. And that, unfortunately, and is been, the... And I actually was there seven years ago. There you go. And that's that's yeah. the life. And I've been there. I've been to where it's like, man, this thing better turn around. In my life, I've been in situations where things had to turn around within a limited period of time. Or I don't know where... I, I didn't have a paycheck. Do so you know, you know? The, the first episode of this, um, you probably don't, uh, was with my ex-wife. Oh, great. I thought, hey, let's spark it off with somebody who probably doesn't like me. <laughs> um, but you know what she said? She said that the day we had to borrow $50 to feed the kids, yeah, um, you moved forward and you didn't fail after that. 
And honestly, I believe that was the war. Well, yeah. I you, was, I mean. The I moment that, that it was. It tells you have to seize the moment. Seize the moment, man. Seize the moment. Okay, so. It's the double moment. I know that I've The meta you. moment. I can't believe that I've been able to keep yeah. you. I can't believe that I've been able to keep Camilla off yeah. of me. Because she's, she's right now staring at me with a look that right. is, uh, is pretty impressive. Um, really, after having this podcast, which again, huge. Huge thank you for doing it. Oh, my pleasure. my pleasure. Tell me in one sentence what you think the wug is now after we talked about it. <laughs> it's that uh, it's either the moment where you seize the moment or the moment you, you realize you need to seize the moment. <laughs> one of those. It's by the moment where you seize the moment. <laughs> the moment Mate. you seize the moment or the moment you miss the moment no you realize you need to seize the moment so it's either it's about the moment it's about seizing so the presence, moment right that's presence. what you're saying presence it's it's being in the, that moment right to which is what we talked about earlier about what flow is about being in the moment but i think when you're there's got to be a moment before that or during that of realization where you either go beyond it and you you go into uh, afterburners or afterburners. Or, or, uh, That's the word I want, man. Yeah. Afterburners. Afterburners, or, afterburners or where the turbo kicks in, the turbocharger kicks in. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, uh, um, I always like to give uh, guests like one minute to say what they want about Academica, Slam, anything that you want to say uh, that might be helpful to Academica or Slam. Um, which, by the way, again, you know I'm huge fans. Yeah, no, and, and and I think we had an opportunity to discuss those while we spoke. So I don't know that I need a minute. I'm good. I think, look, I love what we do. Yeah, I'm good. I, I, I'm in the wood. And, uh, <laughs> or I wugged out. You're wugged out. You're sure it's just what's up, guys, right? What's up, guys? So what you're saying is, Fern has been shook. By the world now, and exactly. he's ready to be All right. closed out. Thank you so much for yeah. Nando Zulu. Thank you, Chris. Uh, you're an inspiration to the community and everything you